Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another glorious day of movies. This is Between the Screens. I am your host, the Eddie McCabe, joined as always by the lovable Stacy and Tori. How are you doing? Wait, Stacy who? Aditori. I don't get that reference. Well, you'll find out later as we continue on so. in the episode. I guess I will. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm very excited to talk about 2009. Yeah, um, lovely year. There was a lot that came out that year. And it's the year we met. It is the that year we the met. Best thing to come out of 2009. We've done this for you know, so many episodes at this point. <laughs> and we finally have reached a year finally where we have meet. met. So finally <laughs> we've met. It's going to be real fun because now we get to the point in this where there's going to be movies that we like definitely saw together. I think I have some on this list. I know I have ones I saw with Charlie. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty uh, sure. No, it's a list. sequel. It's a sequel to a movie on this list. I think we saw together. I don't know if it's yeah. this movie. Yeah, I think I know which movie sequel you're talking about, because if you ever met Charlie and then asked him if he liked this movie franchise, uh, you'd be shocked to hear that the answer is yes. No, I mean, when we saw together, there's, oh. a, there's a sequel to a movie on this list that we saw in Foxborough okay. at Patriot's Place. Um, oh, wild. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't remember which one. I'm very excited to see well, it. Well, you'll though. find out the year. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's real fun. All right. So the year that we are talking about, uh, that we are going to cover everything from movies, video games, books, television, is 2009. Uh, what sticks out right away? Um, okay, hold on. Sorry. I was I was double checking something. Oh, so right away, right at the top of the list for once, for once I have the most popular thing on my list. And that would be Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. And fantastic movie. I love this movie. I don't really have a favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. I don't say any of them are the best. I've seen all but Jackie Brown randomly, I think. Oh, well, I have it um, on DVD. But if someone was to tell me that this was their favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, if they wanted to argue that this was the best, I would not fault them. I mean, yeah. it's definitely part of that conversation. This arguably has the best performance of anybody in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. think I think that the acting from top to bottom is fantastic. But, you know, more so, I think that this is where the entire world is introduced to Christoph Waltz. The, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, He's the international amazing. the international treasure that he is. Um, that movie mm -hmm. is is absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. What else? Um. OK, sorry. I was just trying to figure out what version of this I was looking at. Okay. So what else? Um, Jennifer's Body, which is a really fun horror comedy that actually shows that Megan Fox can do stuff and not just be pretty. Um, yeah. If you didn't know that by now. District 9, I really liked. Um, there's a foreign language kind of horror. I mean, it's very bloody, so I guess it'd be hard. But it's like a time loop movie called Triangle that's really, really good. Okay. Uh, Adventureland, which has one of my three favorite "You're gonna get me in the theater" things, which is it takes place in a theme park. Or sure. Um, it's not really a theme park, but you know what I mean. 
Right. And we have the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, like as we were talking about last week with Heath Ledger. This was his actual last movie. And I think it's under scene. I don't. It is. Not going to argue that it's a great movie, but I think it's better than it got credit for at the time it came out. I'm pretty sure like, we think, saw this together. You think? I don't think I saw it in the theater. I definitely saw it in the theater and I saw it at the Fenway the- uh, movie theater. So there's hmm. a high probability that we yeah, all watched. There's walk. a high probability. Yeah, that is true. You know, because um, maybe I, I saw got, it with Tyler. Maybe. Maybe it was both of us. We've got um, the Danish girl with the dragon tattoo. Actually, all three parts. I think it must have just been when we got them here because we got all three parts of the Danish ones all together. And they are all really, really good. Um, I read the books and then I saw these and I was very pleased with them. And let's see. Star Trek 09. Yep. And another movie called A Perfect Getaway, where the two movies that kept us from losing Chris Hemsworth back to Australia. So they're always <laughs> going to get mentioned because he stayed because he got some jobs. Yeah. Um, a Perfect Getaway is interesting. Again, this is a movie I think isn't as bad as people think. I don't know if you've seen it. It's um, crap. Who's the girl? He's not one of the main characters. He's like a side thug type character, which sure. is interesting now it's a weird role for him now but um yeah i don't i think it's a decent movie but it gets a lot of flack and i've got two really really great matt damon movies that i highly recommend that okay. are underseen and that is invictus which was um oscar nominated him and morgan freeman were both oscar nominated i believe for it he morgan freeman plays nelson mandela and Matt Damon is the um, captain of the rugby team, the South African rugby team. Yes, I know this movie. And it's this movie such is a great. Good movie. Yes, yeah. it's so good. It's so underseen. Like I don't know. Even when I when I went on Letterboxd, it was like people did not like it, and I was like, I loved this freaking movie. Like I yeah. don't know what you guys talking about. And I didn't love rugby or know anything about Nelson Mandela really going in, so it wasn't like the subject material already had me. And yeah, then right. The other one which is probably in my top five Matt Damon movies, is The Informant, which is another loosely based on a true story. I don't want to say too much about it. It's about this guy who works um, for like a uh, um, company that basically makes corn syrup type stuff. Like it makes stuff that makes corn syrup. I don't know. It has to do with corn. But he's doing some shady stuff and he's starting to get caught. And he says he tells the feds that the company is doing all this shady stuff and yeah yeah i didn't see this one but i know it's so good it is so so good um i highly recommend it gets really insane and i guess they found out later he had bipolar which they do reveal like they talk about a little bit in the movie um but if you know anything about bipolar um as you watch him go down this hole you're like oh yeah that makes perfect sense um sure. and do i have anything else let me see oh i have to mention new moon my obligatory there's a twilight to mention yeah. mention um half blood prince i almost forgot my harry potter this is yeah. the beginning of the end well not really because they made this the last book two movies but it was the beginning of the beginning of the end because for the yes. books it was the be- um 
I think that's it. I had to take some off my list. I have a lot. Oh, The Watchmen. I won't talk the about Watchmen. Watchmen. Just back yeah. as well. Watchmen. Um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, I think it was a great movie. I really liked it. Uh, it is Zack Snyder. And one mm-hmm. of his first, like, superhero things. Um, so, good for him. Uh, all right. I have quite a few and quite a few, like, weird movies to kind of talk about we got yeah. boondock saints 2 all saints day um, yeah this year which is the sequel to boondock saints a cult classic movie there's a great documentary about the director and the making oh. of i forget mm-hmm. the name of it but it's pretty great and i highly recommend it then um other movies i really was expecting you to mention moon with I Sam Rockwell. You've never seen Moon? It's, no, oh, it's one of the so, ones like I it's on the list and it's but I forget about it when I'm looking for stuff to watch. So the thing is with what Moon, happens. This is going to feed right into my next movie uh, that I'm going to mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um cool. because Moon does a great job and now it's from 2009 so you can easily find this stuff but they did a great right. job of not letting you know what this movie was about right the trailer is just Sam Rockwell standing in a circle or not the trailer the poster mm-hmm. you know the trailer mm-hmm. doesn't really give anything away it's just about a guy kind of waiting to get relieved so you don't really know what the plot is and Unfortunately, I don't think anybody came to see it, and that's why <laughs> this movie doesn't get the love that it deserves, but it absolutely deserves yeah. that love. Unlike the next movie, which is the next installment in the Terminator franchise, Terminator Salvation, <laughs> that gave away everything in the trailer. It gave away everything in the trailer. It at the very least started to kind of do something that was a little bit more interesting. It Terminator Salvation is the movie that is famous for the Christian Bale rant. Okay. Um, I say, is this the one we got Christian Bale in? Because I don't. After three, I don't really can't tell yeah. them apart. After three, they're kind of all the same. But so Christian yeah. Bale is. This is the movie where he went off and like went absolutely nuts about uh which is really funny which is really funny because like people were like oh christian bale's such an asshole and it's just like oh no you've never been on a movie set till like four o'clock in the morning and this is the last thing you have to do and this guy's just futzing around so like i get it i get it i wasn't there but i get it and christian bale Christian Bale can still be an asshole and be right. So that's um, absolutely those things can coincide for sure. Those things can coincide because like I said, I've been there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and so it's like, it's wild. Um, We got black dynamite, which is a fantastic movie with Michael Jai white. It is a spoof on seventies black exploitation films and it's so good. And I highly recommend mm-hmm. it. It's so funny. Uh, Michael Jai white just released another movie that he had been making forever. I interviewed him years ago about the outlaw Johnny black and he made a Western mm-hmm. version. So oh, like, fun. so black dynamite is Michael Jai white playing a football player playing black dynamite like that's canonically Mm -hmm. what the movie is and if i at least at the time of talking to him it's the same football player that is playing johnny black in this new movie it's in theaters right now you can can go and see it um 
So there's that. We got arguably the worst, the absolute worst anime, anime live action adaptation with Dragon Ball Evolution. It okay. was as it was as if somebody took the the like the IMDb synopsis of the show Dragon Ball and was like, what if we set this in high school? And it's awful. It is so, <laughs> so, so bad. Uh, James Marsters is in it. Okay. He plays King Piccolo in it. And poor guy. It's just not yeah. particular, not particularly great. Another particularly not great movie, The Fourth Kind. This movie was the one I that saw they... That. We saw that in the theater together. Oh, I hated this one that we movie. We did see together. I hated this one so Fenway bad. Theater. Yeah, I hated it so bad because they were like they were touting it in all the commercials that there was like mm-hmm. real footage in this. Yeah. And within the first horseshit. ten minutes, in the first ten minutes of this movie, when they're saying that this is quote unquote like real footage, we watch mm-hmm. a man commit suicide. Yeah. Like, that's what you watch. I mean, and I'm like, as soon as that happened, I turned to you and I go, oh, this movie's complete bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what the real. I never watched it again after the theater. I actually was thinking of a different movie that I was like, no, that movie's way too old. This is not that movie until you said it. And it just dawned on me that, yeah, yeah. we went to see that yeah. in the theater uh, and I've never seen it since. So I can't really talk about yeah, it. But another one, it's not that great. <laughs> another one that I didn't enjoy um, was The Road. Okay, I've been see- you're talking about a lot of movies I haven't seen this week. Yeah, I did not like The Road. It's a post-apocalyptic world, and Viggo Mortensen mm-hmm. plays this dad, and oh, God, I did not like it's it. It's based it, on a very a book. famous book. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not it was not good. It was very slow and methodical and not fun. Um, I think I was just really anticipating The Last of Us, and okay. in- instead yeah. I got this. Uh, the Blind Side came out this year, and I'm just mentioning this because recently Michael Orr is like suing the parents that the Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock like played uh, for all kinds of money. So there's that. Uh, That's now, fun. F- now for some movies that I actually liked. Okay, are there uh, some of those? There's a lot of really good animation this year too, but I didn't mention yeah. any because I thought you'd take some of that. Uh, up is this year Mm -hmm. i absolutely love up up is fantastic the hangover the hangover is a comedy that we just don't get see get made anymore this is that Mm mid-level comedy that was just kind of made on the cheap by some funny people that weren't at the time very well known and the the movie just blows up right because it's super duper funny Mm -hmm. Uh, fits into the Happy Gilmore, the Anchorman, that sort of category where it's not, you know, nobody knew that this was going to be the mega hit that it was. Uh, yeah. I absolutely loved both of those movies. Uh, Fast and Furious debuts this mm-hmm. year. And Fast and Furious is the fourth film in the Fast franchise. And okay, this is the I'm one where. Because I never this, know. This is the one where we got the band back together. Nobody was in Tokyo mm-hmm. Drift except for Dom at the end for two minutes. Right. Uh, yeah. This one, this one gets uh, everybody back together, uh, and we kind of kick off the second, like the the renaissance of the Fast franchise here in 2009. Um, 
I absolutely love this. This movie is rapidly rising the charts as one of my favorite Disney films of all time. And that would be mm-hmm. 2009's Princess and the Frog. Yes. Uh, Princess so and the good. Frog. Princess and the Frog has the distinction of being the last hand-drawn Disney princess. Uh, Tiana mm-hmm. is the last uh, classically hand-drawn princess. After that, you know, you have you have Moana, you have um, Myrda, and you have uh, Rapunzel, and then Anna and Elsa mm-hmm. as well. But they're all 3D animated, and she's the last, like, 2D hand-drawn. The music in this is absolutely it's fantastic. So good. It's this so good. The villain is great. Dr. Facilier is a top tier Disney villain. You know, I mm-hmm. think I think that people just kind of shooed this one away and kind of wrongly put it in as forced diversity when in fact right. when in fact this movie has a lot to say. It has a lot to say. It says it very, very well. It shows a culture, um, you know, in like southern Louisiana, like culture that mm-hmm. We just haven't experienced from like a Disney perspective, right? Obviously, there have been plenty of voodoo movies that have come out, but like, you know, this one is the first time that Disney kind of tackles it and they tackle it very, very well. Tiana is also going to be uh, the new proprietor of what used to be Splash Mountain. Splash Splash Mountain, yeah. At all of the Disney parks, or at least the American ones, I don't think that we're changing over. We'll see how the American ones do, but I don't think mm-hmm. we're changing for the uh, Tokyo Japan um, one quite yet. But she's coming. She's taking over, and I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't yeah, be no, more. I ex- think it's perfect. It's a perfect. Um, it is. Way to update that ride. Yeah. So. Uh, the Splash Mountain, it's really funny. I am one day older than Splash Mountain was. Um, <laughs> it, it opened like the day before my birthday, um, like yeah, the day I was born. And so Splash Mountain is old. You know, I mean, it is an iconic Disney attraction. You know, whenever anybody thinks of a ride photo, they think of Splash Mountain, you know, like that's mm-hmm. that's what they think of. And so to have to update it or to gut it and retheme it completely, that's a big ask, right? Because there is such a, mm-hmm. like, people have so many fond memories of it. But it's like, yes, the source material that it's based off of, Song of the South, is not great, right? Objectively, it's not particularly well-made representation. Um, it's a bit problematic, It's if a you bit will. problematic. <laughs> you know, I think that the ride was able to separate from the source material enough that most Mm -hmm. people definitely didn't realize that it was based on a movie. But I think that was the key. But that being said, I am a Disney world annual pass holder, right? I have been for a few Mm -hmm. years now. Uh, I go to those parks often. I have gone historically often. And I can tell you as somebody who frequents it, on a fairly regular basis, that ride was in rough shape. And in, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. it got to the point where animatronics weren't working. And in order to fix these animatronics, we were going to have to we were going to have to like gut the whole thing and just kind of start over. And if you're going to have to start over, you should update the intellectual property. And I think that uh, princess and the frog is a great example. They showed at destination D 23 a few weeks mm-hmm. back, which is the big like Disney. Hey, this is what we're planning on doing event. Um, yep. 
they that and they showed an animatronic of Lewis the alligator from that movie and it's like not finished it was like the skeleton but it already looks super cool and way better than anything that was you know a 35 year old attraction so <laughs> you know uh and then the final movie that I'm going to mention for 2009 movies is Avatar uh Avatar was released in 2009 yes um, I somehow missed Zombieland. I don't know how I overlooked. Like, I didn't even, it wasn't that I chose not to put it on my <laughs> sure. list. Sure. Yeah, I scrolled is. through this a number of times and didn't notice it. And Up in the Air was also yeah. great. Um, two animated movies that are really popular in my house, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and Monsters vs. Aliens as well. And with that, I think we should move on because we've been yeah, here for a while. We've been here for a while. Uh, television shows, I don't have uh, quite, a, I don't have that much. Um, okay. Excuse me. Uh, so I'll just rattle them off. I loved the first season of Glee, but like any, um, what's his name? I forget the guy who created it. Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. Like he every lives Ryan. In Provincetown. Yeah, of course he does. Uh, like every <laughs> Ryan Murphy show, the first season of the show is absolutely fantastic, uh, and yeah. then it immediately drops off a cliff. The first season, again, ha- you know, he was creating it, so it had a story to tell. It told it really, really well. The music that they chose to use was excellent. As soon as the second season rolled around and he had a mega hit on his hands, it became a how do we do a blank episode and then they would write yeah. an episode. And one of my least favorite things in all of television is unearned breakups like mm-hmm. two characters break up for really no apparent reason except to move this plot forward. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly, incredibly stupid. Uh, then we have a couple of anime that were released this year and they're more streamlined and better versions of their source material. And that would be Dragon Ball Z Kai and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, Dragon Ball okay. Z Kai, Dragon Ball Z Kai, basically everybody laughs and makes fun of the original Dragon Ball because like the planet blowing up that should blow up in like five minutes is told over like 20 episodes you know, you have to watch it's like a soap 20, opera. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like time moves m- incrementally. Uh Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. Kai basically cuts out all of that filler and really just kind of like streamlines everything down. Full nice. Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is what happens when we run into the Game of Thrones problem. Mm-hmm. So oh. so it went full further than the source material was out. <laughs> So the source material was not finished when Full Metal mm-hmm. Alchemist when Full Metal Alchemist happened. So Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood then retells the story uh, in a more uh, concise way. And then the the last two shows I will announce. One is American Ninja Warrior, which I absolutely love. That's just a guilty pleasure show of mine. I think it's really fun. I've always loved Ninja Warrior. I used to watch it, the Japanese version on. Um, G4, which was a ton mm-hmm. of fun, which is something that'll come up way later. Uh, and, <laughs> and then the final show was a spiritual, like 
like home show for me. And uh, that is community because. Oh, yes. Uh, mostly because, uh, you know, it's very fitting that it opens in 2009 because mm-hmm. watching the pilot of Community is exactly how I felt when we started college. <laughs> um, I also have Community and Glee on my list, so I won't go into those. Is that it? You said I thought you said you had four. That was it. That was it. Or a few. I don't remember. That was it. Um, yeah. Community is so much fun. I love community. Actually, been meaning to give it a rewatch. Um, I have I have a decent amount of TV. Um, Vampire Diaries came out, which um, not a great show, but certainly a lot of fun. And it's something that I watched with my daughter and my mom liked it. And when we went to a con in Atlanta, we went on a Vampire Diaries tour together. So and fun. so it was just a family. My I actually got my mom know that those are supernatural she has a supernatural pillow case that she like sleeps on that i but um but she got she has some vampire diary stuff too that's kind of funny um community you mentioned a couple other um sitcoms parks and rec came out that year which i really love um is great if you haven't seen it and I know people say get through the first season. I don't know. I enjoyed the first season. I don't think it's so bad, but it does get better. Um, yeah. Better off Ted, which is a show that I mentioned on our um, shows that are done that you can binge uh, episode yep. that we had. Better off Ted is a fun office comedy about this like scientific uh, conglomerate. And they're trying to make and test new products, but they're like ridiculous and very all about the money and in a very over the top comedic way. Um, Portia de Rossi is in it. Okay. I don't know the name of the guy that stars as Ted, but it was did not get a. It, it only I think got two seasons, maybe. It's not a lot. If you want to check it out, it is streaming. I forget where I rewatched it, but I did rewatch it after that. Um, let's see. Party Down is another That's another such one. a good Archer. show. That poor show. That poor show only stopped because everybody got famous. Oh right, absolutely. They keep trying to bring it back too. Yeah, so. but then everybody is famous. Everybody in the right. show is famous, and they don't have time for it. Exactly. Um, Archer Dollhouse came out. Hung came out. Um, a, mo- a show called Flash Forward that was definitely part of the like everyone's trying to capitalize and be lost. But yeah. I thought it was really one of the better ones of those. It only got one season, but I really liked it. Um, the Colony, which I think we've talked about or you've talked about something similar, which was this crazy reality show where like it was basically if they did the real world, but made it post apocalyptic and the people had to rebuild society. That's what oh, the yeah. colony was. They yeah. dumped them in this weird like landscape cut off from everything and basically they had to rebuild a society it was really nuts um i don't remember a lot because i binged it all at once like all sure. like a weekend or something um and let's see i said dollhouse there was a show this is my last one i'll talk about there was a show called harper island that i really loved it was um a murder mystery show like basically this couple having a wedding on this island harper island and people started getting killed and it was only one season i don't know that it was supposed to be more than that i'm not sure but it didn't seem like it was supposed to be more than that at the time and um yeah i really loved harper island i'm glad that looking up stuff reminded me of it 
Sure. I may watch it again. Um, so I'm going to touch on I'm going to touch on video games before we do books because I just have uh, a couple. Um, okay. So Works the for me. so we have uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, which kicks off the Arkham mm-hmm. Asylum trilogy, which are some of the best games ever. Um, they're so good. I highly recommend it. Uh, it is the actual like everybody that is involved that should be involved is Kevin Conroy plays Batman. Mark Hamill mm. plays the Joker. It's excellent. I highly recommend it. Um, Arkham Asylum is a little bit more linear than its sequels, but it really teaches you how to play this game. So you're like ready to go. And you, I've never felt more Batman. It was so great. Uh, nice. You know, before I like actively tried to start like completing games 100 percent to Mm -hmm. varying degrees, this was one of the games that I was like, I definitely need to finish everything, like finish all the Riddler stuff and everything. Assassin's Creed 2, Enzo Editore uh, spawns the sequel or the trilogy from the Assassin's Creed 2 franchise. Really fun. Takes place during the Renaissance. Uh, High, high quality game. All three of them. Fantastic. Uh, Uncharted 2, the second in the Naughty Dog, uh, like, trilogy of, like, action-adventure platformer shooters. Uh, mm-hmm. Nathan Drake, 100 – oh, God, so good. These movies play like – these games play like movies. They're absolutely fantastic. There's four, I believe. There's four Uncharted's. I highly there recommend. There's a whole bunch of them. I highly recommend them. They're great. Even the movie was fun. If you played the games and then watched the movie, uh, very fun movies. Now, for the wood integrity in the movie, but that's just me. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) so the uh, the game that I had referenced either last week or a couple of weeks ago when the first Modern Warfare uh, for Call of Duty Modern Warfare one came out. Call of Duty four was uh, was the actual game. Modern Warfare two, the sequel to that game came out. And I had mentioned uh, the mission. No more Russian. This game was so was so controversial, was so controversial because the game starts in one of the first like couple of missions. You're a United States intelligence officer that has been embedded in a Russian terrorist organization. And the Russian terrorist organization has decided that they are going to shoot up an entire airport. Uh, oh, that, Jesus. So the last thing you hear from the guy that's like the bad guy is he looks at the entire group in the elevator and he goes, no more Russian. And then <laughs> the doors open and you have to walk through an airport and just kind of either witness or kill everybody in the airport. And it sure as hell sparks world war three. And <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where the game is like it starts and they're like, hey, just so you know, there's this mission and you can either just ignore that. Like you can say you're good and we're just going to plow right through it or we can let you know or we can skip it all together. But you got to tell us which one right now. And you're like, OK, I just want to like do it like whatever, whatever. And they're like, are you sure? And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then it asks you a third time. Like it, like wow. it is one of the only times <laughs> where they tell you what it is. So how could you like know that if you don't uh, they, want to, if you don't know what you're getting into? They explain that it is like extremely graphical violence is what, like okay. they they do a good job letting you know that like hey it's really messed up. 
just so you know, mm-hmm. it's really messed up. But that's no more Russian. And Modern Warfare 2 is so good. Between this Call of Duty, like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3, these Call of Duty games, um, they're fantastic. Uh, it's the best the best first-person shooting trilogy, um, bar none. And, and this nice. one, this is like a high watermark for that. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's games. That's what I got for games anyway. Um, well, I have to mention a couple. One is Final Fantasy Thirteen, which I, I'm sure I think I played this one. I don't know. Like there's a there's a gap that I didn't play, but I think it's like fourteen and fifteen. It, it could have been thirteen. And then another one which I do not personally play, but that would be Minecraft. And I have to mention it because my son has played it for most of his life. He's gone sure. to Minecraft coding camp. He still plays it, but he doesn't, like, he codes it. Like, he makes things round. Like, I'm like, how do you do that? Like, he makes things you're not supposed to be able to make. And he messes with the code and does all kinds of crazy shit. And I'm always, like, really impressed by it. And (laughs) so I have to mention Minecraft. Okay. All right. So you have any books? Oh, God, I have a lot of books, actually. All right. Let me just go over the ones I want to actually, like, talk about first. Um... The Magicians came out this year. I talked about this show. I did a rewatch of this show um, either like late winter, early spring, and I talked about it a few times. The books are fantastic. The first book is basically Harry Potter at Magic College for adults. Adult <laughs> themes and adult situations, and but similar idea. Um, so that's a great one. Uh, let's see. Warbreaker, which is a Brandon Sanderson book and part of his interconnected universe. Horns, which it was made into a movie starring Daniel Radcliffe. It's by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. And it's weird, but I like it. Um, the Strain, which was by Chuck Hogan and Guillermo del Toro. And it is a vampire book where the vampires are scary fucks. Like they are not sure. your Anne Rice loving vampires. Um, I really liked it. I liked the show. It's a trilogy, so it'll come up again, I'm sure. But I, that was one of my favorite books that I got that year. Um, let's see. Under the Dome was our Stephen King book, which is fine. It's not one of my favorites, but it works. And Dark Places was a Jillian Flynn. And then we have The Maze Runner came out. A Vampire Academy book came out. That was a, a popular young adult series. And Beautiful Creatures, another young adult series. And then we have our entries into category, which is we have entries into Twilight, True Blood, Percy Jackson, Mortal Instruments, Hunger Games, Wheel of Time, Dresden Files, and the Nicholas Flamel series. Those are just the ones that I read (laughs) or have read. Actually, I didn't read this Twilight book. I haven't read the Twilight book. Um, So, yeah, that's it for books. Okay. Well, that's a fun year that was 2009. So, um, yeah, we'll dip right into the world of news and moving right along. Uh, The writer's strike is over. Uh, That's kind of the the big news of the week, right? Is that the writer's strike. Yeah, uh, you know, I while we're not out of the woods yet, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, we are we're halfway there, you know, and I think that that's really important. I think I think the thing to think about is the. With the writers getting their deal done and for really, you know, 
by all accounts, they won, right? You know, they got most of what they wanted. They got really fair deals, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Great. And yeah, no, that's awesome. It just means that it just means that we're getting closer to the actors getting everything that they want, um, which will be fantastic. And I'll be super happy when that happens. Uh, yeah, me too. For this show alone, um, you know, mm. but. You know, here's hoping, you know, they were able to come to the table and reach a fair agreement. The big thing for me that was kind of the takeaway was the limitations on AI. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to I'm not going to go into every single specifics of the details because I'm not a writer and it is what it is. But they basically allow that you can't as a. Um, a studio, like one of the things that they stopped was as a studio, you're not able to hand them a script and ask a writer to punch it up without letting them know that it was written by AI first. Okay. That seems fair. You know what I mean? Like, and then the writer has the ability to refuse it, you know, like they have the ability to refuse it and stuff like that. So it's really Mm -hmm. exciting. I, again, I don't know the minutia because I'm not a writer, but Uh, you know, it's all uh, it's all good, baby. It's all good um, because that means that we're able to move forward and start talking yeah, about movies on this show. Bodes well for the actors, hopefully yeah. for SAG after. Yeah, That'd so be now nice. what is, be nice. Well done. It would be nice. So now, what are you? What are you? Um, what are you? What are you excited about? What are you watching? What did you watch this week? Well, what I watched was um, I watched this movie called Nefarious that my friend was told was this good indie horror movie. Um, It started really strong, but it got it got boring. And then we completely predicted the end, which killed any amount of goodwill it had in the beginning. Um, I had to get on like a library app. I don't know. It has Sean Patrick Flannery and he's possessed and. Uh, It's weird, but it's mostly two guys talking in a room. The majority of the movie is that. Um, So it's not really a horror movie, in my opinion. Yeah. I watched Witches of Eastwick for, I mean, not the first time, but the first time in so long that it felt like the first time. Like, I didn't really remember it. Um, And that was a lot of fun, Witches of Eastwick. Um, I watched the most recent Ahsoka, which I loved. And if you're a Rebels fan, I think Ezra was perfection. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I couldn't be happier with his betrayal. Um, and the show as a whole was great anyway. And then I didn't watch, but I finished. I beat Final Fantasy 16. So I spent nice. a lot of time this weekend playing games. I beat that. I beat every side like creature you have to hunt. There's like this hunt thing. And I beat all the side quests. And so I went back to Crisis Core, which I played only a little bit of, but the little bit I played, our favorite church-dwelling flower girl shows up. And I was so excited. I was like, I can't wait to tell Ed on the show that our favorite flower seller is here. And I don't want to say who it is, just in case anybody <laughs> actually listens that plays any of this. I don't want to spoil it, because it was a very yeah. fun surprise for me. I don't know how right. long she'll stick around. She's still there, but I haven't yeah. played a ton. <laughs> so. It's really exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. Sure. Uh, so for me, oh, the no, voice. It's not it. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Not it. Oh, I what else you got? No, I, I, I'm overlooking things in my own notes. Um, yeah. The Machine, which was um, the movie from 
earlier in the summer, um, Bert, what's his name? It's a movie Kreischer. where he, yes, he has the, the um, comedy act where he tells the story of how he went to Russia on a school trip and like made friends with the Russian mob and robbed a train. And it's very funny, even though it shouldn't be, but he's a comedian. So he's told it is. Um, yeah. I think they did like this could have gone really badly because they're basically turning a bit his story and trying to make it into a movie, but trying to update it now because he's young. And when it happened, he's in college and now he's not <laughs> quite visibly yeah. not in college. Yes. Um, and I think that could have seemed kind of like what happened with Cocaine Bear, where it was just a lot of filler where they really had to stretch. But it didn't. They did a great job of making that into a movie that worked. Yeah, um, it, it had so, a lot more heart than I thought it would. Yeah, no, I really, really liked it a lot. Um, I'm glad I watched it. I, w- I wanted to watch Joyride, but I was tricked. It did not come out. It comes out in like December on streaming. There was a few different things that made me think it was coming out last weekend, but I was wrong. Okay. So I'm sorry if you looked for it and you, like me, were disappointed that it was not available unless you wanted to pay. Sure, sure. Okay, sorry. Now that really is it. Um, so I, uh, the voice came back. Uh, that was a uh-huh. that was a show that I had started watching along with football. Football's back, which yes, is always always fun. Patriots won. Yeah, finally. Oh Christ, <laughs> Christ Almighty! They are bad. They are a bad, bad yeah. football team. They're gonna beat the Jets twice, and the only reason they're beating the Jets twice is because Aaron Rodgers isn't there. Um, but it is what it is. So I've been watching a lot of football. I've been watching The Voice. It came back. Very excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I watched. I fell into a cycle of a couple of different YouTube channels. Um, okay. So one, I watched the Hot Ones episode with In uh, Sync in it. I did watch that too. And it is fantastic. I absolutely yeah, it's fun. loved it. Highly recommend it. They're fantastic. It was delightful. And I don't think I've wanted old sync to do anything <laughs> in my entire life. I love them. Um, you want to talk about people who like had to pretend to be cool, but now are just way cooler because they're more real and it's way more endearing. Oh, yeah. That's that is a hundred percent where they're at. And Wasn't then it's like just, yes, I am gay. Like, yeah, was, yeah, he, yeah. like, say that, like, be, like as a joke, as, you know, as yeah. obviously everybody knows now. But, yeah, no, they, they were pretty were, funny. They were a lot they, of fun. I liked that. I liked it. The MVP of it is Chris Kirkpatrick, uh, mm-hmm. the oft forgotten member and one time Eminem lyric, Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> uh, he he is an absolute delight. He's the MVP of that because his self-awareness is so great. Yeah. At one point in the episode, he just goes, yeah, I, I knew what this was. Like, Backstreet Boys, they're the better singers. Or, he, or he's talking about One Direction. He's like, yeah, yeah, One Direction. They're all phenomenal singers. We're just here to support these mm-hmm. two. And it's just like, oh, it's, <laughs> it is really funny that you're just like, yeah, I know what the deal is. He, he called and I'm here. Right. That's, that's what we're here for. I absolutely love nice. it. And, and then there were two different... There are two different YouTube channels that I watch stuff on, and I fell down this absolute amazing rabbit hole. 
And one of them is Eddie Burback, and I'll touch on him in a moment. And the other one is Ted Nivisen. I think that's how you say that okay. correctly. But mm-hmm. two years in a row, first they went to every single rainforest cafe uh, in the country, yes. and they drove and went to every single rainforest cafe. And then the following year, they did every single Margaritaville. And <laughs> each video is about an hour, right? Like 40, 45 minutes to an hour, somewhere around there. And, yeah. and they both have their own separate YouTube channels. And they both document the journey. And you have to watch both of them for each one. You know, if you watch the Margaritaville one and you're like, oh, this wasn't for me, then whatever. But but watch both of them because together they tell a beautiful, crazy story of a descent into madness. And I, <laughs> I'm here for it. Then That's always fun. Then Eddie Burback, uh, he also did this thing and it's really interesting, but he did it on – he did this like expose on – Ghost Kitchens. Okay. And so Ghost Kitchens, if you're unfamiliar, were all these types of um, all these types of like places that popped up during the pandemic where like KFC would sell chicken sandwiches at like as a different company. Okay. Like it, it's just wild nonsense. But if you look up the deceptive world of ghost kitchens or Eddie Burback ghost kitchens, uh, you'll find it. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's wonderful. And you should you should definitely check out both of those. So that was mostly what I watched. Fun. Those sound fun. They were. They were very, very fun. So now what are you looking forward to? Anything? Anything fun? Anything peak in your ocular? As of recording this. One of my looking forwards to has not come out. It comes out tomorrow night at 8 p.m. But as of when this airs, it will be out. So yeah, you will have that watched is Gen it. V. I okay. will have watched it, but I can't talk about it because it hasn't come out yet. So I'm still looking forward to it, even sure. though I was last Friday as well. Um, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to Gen V. Um, on the 5th, two of my shows come back, um, both seasons two, and that's Loki season two. And get ready to hear about a whole lot how Justin Benson, one of the co-directors of Loki, follows me on Twitter. Yeah, 51 followers, but one of them is him. So, you know, Very being fun. good company people, um, I don't know why he follows me, but I do love them, the directing duo. I, I really enjoy their movies. They have these, like, really cool indie, um, creative, low-budget, like, psychological kind of horror movies not like bloody scary horror movies really more just psychological suspense type horror movies um that i really enjoy and they did two episodes of loki last season um the other guys aaron moorhead justin benson and aaron moorhead they're the two co-directors and i'm excited for that and then the other one is our flag means death now this Mm. show I feel like is not that well known or talked about not like all of the other taika stuff out there yeah um it was so fun. It did take a little while. Like at first I wasn't hooked in to it as much, but then by the end, there is so much heart. Like it was crazy. And yes, <laughs> you know, like a Taika Watiti movie. 
Yeah, yeah. Like when we got like halfway through, I was like, oh my God, I don't know that I've ever wanted you guys to kiss more in my life. Like it just, <laughs> it's just so fantastic. Like it was just, it was great. Um, he, Taika plays Blackbeard and um, Rice, Reese, um, what's his name from, um, from Flight of the Concords. Oh Rice, yeah. R H Y S. I can't. Um, I forget he was in name, Men in Black Three. Yeah, he was actually in. I rewatched Guns Akimbo the other day, and he's a homeless guy who's hilarious in that. Um, but he's like the main character who basically is some sort of lord or something who decided he didn't want to do that anymore and left his wife and kids to be a pirate. But he's really, really bad at being a pirate because he does he's a lord <laughs> like he doesn't know how to be a pirate or whatever i don't know if he's a lord i don't remember but um he's from that world so i highly check you know if you haven't seen the first season it's a quick watch it's like half an hour episodes on hbo watch them and then you can watch the new season on max when it comes out and, um so and, um, about that yeah and you know i i've been i really like pirate related shows I, mm-hmm. I I happen yeah. to I happen to really like like those shows where mm-hmm. where there's like pirates and stuff. So like hopefully <laughs> hopefully this actor strike can be over and I mm-hmm. can like give you my thoughts on on like what I think about pirates. Pirates. And yeah. Like, and like compared to compared pirates to are other, having a moment. Yeah, and like they're back. We're gonna have pirates versus ninjas again real soon. <laughs> For those of you fun kids who were on Facebook in 2009, um, and you, you made know, me get Facebook. I just remembered that I didn't have Facebook when we met. You guys made me get it. Yeah, because how else were we supposed to communicate? <laughs> then 2020 happened, and I was like, I need to delete this now. That's uh, this funny. is an awful, evil cesspool place. Uh, but yeah, so that and i love 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 uh space samurais Mm -hmm. those are that's a real that's a real like love of mine um just talking about things that i love yeah Uh, out of curiosity we don't have to talk about it because i I know we can't but have you seen the first season of our flag means death out of curiosity no but i was about to i was going to start that tonight awesome oh that makes me so 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 happy so yeah i was gonna start that tonight um um, just to kind of because i love taika watiti like yeah so much and um if i was to watch if i was to watch a television program about pirates that i haven't already watched or (laughs) am not well i guess i can talk i can tell you that i am currently because we don't got an issue with uh with funimation um yeah but fuck man i love one piece so much like like that's the thing i've been there's like over a thousand episodes and like six movies and i'm like i am in it i am in that show it is so good i highly recommend it go and watch it on funimation um because we don't got a problem with them they're doing great stuff um it's like it is such a heartfelt show. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much heart in that show. So I'm going to keep watching that. Um, there might be a live action version that might just be perfect. Um, and like hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically, if you were to like, think about like, you hear me talk about this show, right? You're like, right. Oh my, Oh my God. One piece. It's a thousand plus episodes. That's so daunting. Like, holy crap. And like, I don't know. Anime is not really my jam. 
right? Mm -hmm. What I would say is, is that hypothetically, maybe if there was, I don't know, like a like a more condensed and streamlined <laughs> live action version, it yeah. might it, it might get you acquainted with the characters enough in the first season so that mm-hmm. you would be able to then be like, oh, this is really good. I would love to continue this story. Right. And then you'd be able to conveniently find that whole entire story mm-hmm. on Funimation, you see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I did. Um, I also watched The Continental. It just made me think of it. Uh, oh. Yeah, sh- I, watched, I watched that too. Um, I really, really, really wanted to go to New York City mm-hmm. uh, this weekend to like go to a hotel and just kind of like hang out, maybe talk to the sommelier, uh, <laughs> you know, because, yeah. like, because like that would be a really fun thing to do. That See if the fun. manager's in, I could maybe sit at a really high table. That'd be really you think cool. They too. Would have like the coins. Oh, that might've been included with like, I don't know, some sort of like ticket you might've needed yeah, I would to like so. sit at a high table. Yeah, I would want to pay with one. Like, I want to, you know, that's how I want to oh, pay for my room stay. Cause yeah, that's... you know what I did? You know what I did the other day? And it was a ton of fun. And this is this I don't have to speak in code about. Is I went to a, a bar arcade in Worcester. Okay. I went to a bar arcade in Worcester mm-hmm. uh, called. Um, oh, God. Why? Why is the name escaping me right now? Um, but it's a free to play arcade. Um Oh God, it's going to drive me nuts. Free to play, huh? Yeah. So there's a cover charge. There's okay. A co- there's a cover like charge. Disney Quest. Uh, sort of. <laughs> it's it's way better. It is way way. Yeah, it's called Free Play. Okay. I was like that that can't be that can't be the name of it. Free Play, and so there's a cover, right? It's it's seven dollars during the week. And it's $7 during the week and it's $12 Fridays and Saturdays. And that pays for unlimited games. And when I tell you that they have every arcade cabinet you could ever want in here, they have every arcade cabinet that you could oh, ever want in here. Were those the pictures you put on Instagram? I saw yeah. you put on some some yes. some arcade pictures and I didn't know what they were from. But yeah, no, that, that was, makes sense. That was where it was from. Uh, it's dope. It's absolutely fantastic. And then I went to the Fixed Burger Bar in, in Worcester, uh, mm-hmm. which is, as you would imagine, a burger bar. Uh, delightful. Yeah. Fantastic. The burgers were, were fantastic. In, the fries sucked. Were you in Worcester for work? Where were you in Worcester uh, for? I just decided to go to this place. Oh, so it, that's fun. Know, it was like it was Saturday night. and I Where was, like, was my invite, Ed? I like adventures. Yeah, I know you like adventures, but it would have taken you an hour to get to me, and I decided to do this at nine o'clock. So okay, <laughs> that's fair, I suppose. So, but here's the thing: it was mostly a scouting mission. So now, okay. next, so now ne- next time I want to go, I'm going to tell you, hey, on Saturday we're going to go, and then awesome. and then we'll go, and it'll be a ton of fun. They even had like a DJ outside, so oh, that, that is fun. Like they had an outside area you could hang out, play cornhole. Oh, it's a delightful mm-hmm. place. Uh, but yeah, that is what I am looking forward to. Uh, I'm also going to try and see the outlaw Johnny Black this weekend. Okay. Um, because I really want to see that movie. I interviewed Michael Jai White when I was doing that movie show with my friend Mike Went, and him and I lost our minds the other day when we saw that it finally got released. So 
Maybe I'll have I, him on and we can talk about it. When yeah, at finally some point out. I'm going to go to the movies again. If I go, it'll probably be see, to see Haunting in Venice or I, I heard good things about The Creator, which I don't even know if that's at wide release or what yet, but yeah, I heard good release. things about that as well. And I want to see Dumb Money, but I think I'm going to see it in Orlando. I was a part of Dumb Money. You were? Yeah, Case I bought game stocks. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Have I not told this story on the air before? I don't think so. What are we at for time, though? Should we maybe save it to um, see dumb money? Should no, it be we're like pretty a... good. We're pretty okay. good. Um, but it was really funny because a friend of mine, he was like, hey, you got to, like, get into stock trading. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what any of that is. And he's like, you got to get Robin Hood. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, sure. And so... He, you have you open up Robinhood and you're like you got to donate X amount you got to put like X amount of money in your account or whatever and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing so I just put in a bunch of money and then he's like you got to buy Pfizer you see you got to buy Pfizer because Pfizer they're gonna come up with the COVID cure right yeah and, and you're gonna you're gonna want that because then and I'm like he's like explaining it to me as you would a Neanderthal and mm-hmm. basically what I heard was like. This is how people get rich. They buy pharmaceutical stocks and then the pharmaceutical <laughs> stocks go wild and then they make the money. And I'm like, yeah. okay, all right, cool. Sounds so, good. So I bought some Pfizer stocks, but I had a bunch of money like left over because I didn't realize that I could just buy like $20, even though a Pfizer stock might only be 15. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can put 20 and, and then the mm-hmm. money builds on the 20. So I just bought the one stock and I had a bunch of money left over. So then I was like, oh, you know what's going to be really funny because sometimes I'm a shitty asshole. And that is uh, I'm going to buy GameStop, a GameStop stock and AMC stock so mm-hmm. that I can make the terrible dad joke of walking into one and go, I own this place, you know, <laughs> So I did it for the lulls fast forward about like eight months and everybody is losing their mind. Yes. And I have several hundred dollars in GameStop stock. And so I took that shit out real quick like because they stopped it. They were (laughs) like uh, they they wouldn't let you. They like put a freeze on the, the money. Like nobody could buy or sell any GameStop trades before they were like, oh, my God, like what's happening? The moment they let that thing go, I sold all of it and I bought a brand new television soundbar and Xbox Series X uh, and then some film equipment that uh, is very expensive. Um, (laughs) But that's mostly for me. Uh, But, yeah, that was (laughs) that was my dumb money. Mm -hmm. Speaking of camera equipment and stuff that I just bought and randomly do. Uh, we have a little bit of announcement. Yay. Uh, so next week starts October and we didn't have this show last year, so we didn't get to nope. do anything fun, but welcome to the first annual between the screams. That's what we're going to be calling this. <laughs> I the just next, love that. It works out next, so perfectly. The next several weeks are going to be between the screams uh, where we're going to be covering like a lot of like thriller, spooky time uh, stuff. We will be doing something very, very special for the like latter three weeks 
or I guess mm-hmm. four weeks, kind of depending on how well this happens. But next week we're gonna have an we're gonna have an episode like normal. It's gonna be a little spooky themed. We'll we'll talk about that and we'll you know we'll have a little fun with that. But on Saturday, October seventh through the fourteenth. We have referenced it before. We're going to be in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we are going to be doing is we're going to Halloween Horror Nights. Probably cover Horror Nights a little bit more in depth next week. Talk about a lot of the like the lore stuff that's happening. It's very interesting if you like um, movies. Uh, like it is movie related mostly because it takes yeah. place. Universal Studios and they have a lot of like intellectual properties, but I'm going to do my best to kind of do like a, like a deep dive breakdown on the event because it is very interesting. Um, Yeah. So, but the following week we're going to be doing the show uh, on location, not necessarily Mm -hmm. live because you won't be able to hear it live, but Live in the sense of like, we're going to be live at the event and we are going to do, uh, you know, we're going to be doing the show from Halloween or nights. Uh, So we'll see what that happens. But the reason I'm telling you that as opposed to just kind of like letting it happen is because this is an audio show. Right. And you're mostly listening because you have to. Uh, (laughs) We're going to we're going to I'm going to be bringing a camera. Uh, we're going to film that version of the podcast and we're going to release a video version as well. Um, right now, it's just going to live on my YouTube page because I have a sparse YouTube page, but it's built. Um, so we're just going to keep it there for now until we figure out what's happening later. Uh, you're, you can find that YouTube channel at, if you just search at the Eddie McCabe on YouTube and you can go and like follow that, um, there may or may not be short films that Stacy and I have made. <laughs> on that channel. Um, if not, if there aren't, here's the thing. Like if you go there and I've like put them on like hidden or like whatever, uh, let me know and I'll, I'll give you the links. Uh, Send if, you links. if, if you so, want to see some of them. Fun fact, people. I don't think Ed even really knows this. I don't do a lot of haunted houses. I am a bit of a wuss. Sure. I really wanted to do Halloween Horror Nights because it's universal, like, because it's universal sets and actors and, like, just this different yeah. level and quality. And I like a lot of IP yeah. that's considered horror. The but, horror movie studio makes haunted houses. Yeah. So, but it could be very... I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm, it's I'm starting to get it's soon and I'm starting to get a, like, I'm really excited, but I'm also like, I might hide behind people. Uh, the, the best part, <laughs> the best part is, is that uh, my mom is also going. Mm-hmm. So, so my mom's going to be there. She's going in the houses. It's going to be wild. Um, yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be a wild time, but we're going to have fun. Uh, but yeah, go and check that out again. Like if you just go to YouTube, search at the Eddie McCabe, you should find that, uh, that link there. Um, and after yes, we gonna, record it after we, you re- can go to Ed's can, now just to see Ed's other stuff. Yeah. Like, you, you know, find that there yet. you can subscribe, you can poke around. There's some stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, it may or may not, I'm, I haven't updated them, but like, yeah, I think I only have one video up there at the moment, but, um, yeah, there we go. So 
go and check that out. If you want to see some short films that Stacy and I have worked on and or made, just let me know. I can, <laughs> I can get you links to that. But please like, share, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. We enjoy doing this show. Uh, please give us a reason to keep going. Join the Discord. Um, and we'll see you real soon. Bye.